There's a new biotech ruling from the EPA. We'll cover El Nino news and talk about a new mega study for the Mississippi River, all on today's episode of the Arkansas iCast. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Happy Thursday, everybody. We're back. We're here. We are. We're it's cold. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it started to temper. I almost brought a jacket down, and I, I'm I'm okay today. I mean, since it's warming up outside, maybe that's I what don't I'm feel hoping. as cold as I usually would. Yeah. So, it, and I'm a hot natured person to begin with, so it's not bad. Yeah, but usually this room can outperform any of that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, welcome Nora Lee Townsend, who is our uh, PR intern for the summer, yeah. in the studio today for the show. We're so glad to have you. Um, and uh, you're going to keep us straight today and make sure that we don't have too much fun and get some news out while we're here. Good luck. I noticed Matthew's missing. Again. I know. <laughs> well, I thought it might have something to do with the trap shoot. You guys are going head-to-head tomorrow. Against and Matthew? I, yeah. He's, he's got on a team? team? Yeah, he's on a team. Who, who's he with? I don't know. The he didn't ask that. me to be on his team. Yeah. Well, he um, he got recruited, oh. I'll say. I do think it's a team from O and P, but I thought maybe you guys might be beefing. Did you y'all two stir up the waters on that? Uh, did we? Well, uh, McMinn and so and so and so and so were over there. No comment. Planning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, no, no comment. comment. I figured O and P would have something put together. They did. They did they last do. year. I think yeah. they placed pretty well last year, didn't they? Yeah. Or a year before. They, they told me they were going to win it all, but uh, I'm just the messenger. We'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> so. Do do you guys' teams have names? We do. Okay. Oh, I think we might have talked about this yeah, before. That's yeah, a yeah. secret. I, I, I'm going to wait till it's announced. Okay. At the foundation. Oh, they're just going to say it like yeah on the mic on the, the guy. I'm, I'm I'm hoping he's going to like get halfway through it and just be awkward <laughs> saying it. You know. <laughs> I'm telling and you. Every, and everybody's going to stop and look. And then, who are those people? <laughs> I heard the name. Did you already? Oh, you just did. A little, just a little while ago. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm not going to share it either. <laughs> well, good. But I will tell you, I am serious when I say, if I don't see jorts <laughs> and fake mullets. Oh man, real mullets. What are you talking about? This, uh, well, it's going to be hard for him to grow a mullet before tomorrow. Do you want me to shave down into you. the sharp uh, uh, sideburns and yeah, trashy mustache? If that's what you feel. Yeah. So, oh, I'll I'll buy the mullet wig if they wear it at the trap shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can find one big enough for my head. <laughs> that, that would be the issue. Ah, uh, surely. Maybe. Surely. I have faith in you. Uh, did y'all know something? Today, I went back and looked. Mm. Uh, today is, not today, on June 5th, which was Monday, yep. was uh, the six-month anniversary of us doing this show. Really? Under this uh, format with the set. Johnny Mac and all in this room feels like a, a week. Man, time flies. Yeah, it does. Look at us now. Look <laughs> at us go. 
Let's see what we've done here. It's impressive. Uh, yeah, six months on June fifth. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, let me see here. Speaking of trap shoot, uh, we have been celebrating Arkansas Farm Bureau uh, Foundation Week all week. Um, if you've seen our social channels, there's been a bit of a takeover there. We featured a different aspect of the foundation every day uh, on our social channels, mostly through uh, video and photos and things like that. So yeah, uh, some really interesting, fun stuff. I think yesterday was MASH. Uh, uh, earlier this week, we had Economics uh, Arkansas. We took a group of uh, economics teachers, uh, high school and junior high yep. economics teachers from across the state uh, on farm tours. Uh, so we documented that, which was I just think that's one of the coolest programs. I got yeah. I got to learn a little bit about that this week. And the fact that we are taking those economics teachers, not ag teachers, not, you know, not FFA sponsors, whatever, but those economics teachers and teaching them about Arkansas agriculture. Yeah. You had a chance to be involved with that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah did, we, y'all, did y'all chat with them? We put a presentation together for them. They were running a little late, but okay. uh, we weren't able to give it. But we do have a copy of it that we're supposed to send out to all of them. Nice. No, I, I think it's a great program because in high school, we didn't have an econ teacher in Stuttgart. And I've probably said that several times. Yeah, I don't think we did. So either. when I got to college, I didn't even know what the word econ was. But yeah. that was the major I chose. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it, it was just, uh, they, they, they really need to be teaching that in high school. And, yeah. Uh, well, we yeah. took them to visit a couple farms, took them to uh, have a great lunch along yep. the way, uh, and I think they did a little precursor here in the building. So that that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you all for coming out. But today, yeah, today, uh, as part of the Foundation Week, uh, we are celebrating uh, Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry, mm-hmm. uh, and that's important because back in March we announced a partnership uh, with the organization. Um, to uh, with an initial gift of twenty five thousand dollars that could triple uh, with other uh, donations. Wow. And the reason I say that is we gave twenty five thousand, and then we put out a twenty five thousand dollar matching grant mm. for any uh, uh, Farm Bureau County that wanted to donate to um, Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry. Mm. So yeah. if everybody, you know, if that goes all the way down the line, that's a potential for that $75,000 donation that organization, which is huge. Yeah. And, um, the reason that we did this is because most folks, some, I I should say some folks don't always know this, you know, Mm -hmm. we always battle that, uh, farm bureaus and insurance company thing. Um, but you know, we have, we do so much in the, uh, communities that we, that we serve or the communities where we are, which is all 75 community, uh, counties in the state. Um, and part of that is always fighting food insecurity, yeah. which is, which is kind of today's focus. Well, Arkansas hunters feeding the hungry, they do just that. If you, if you, uh, kill a deer absolutely, and you don't want to keep it for yourself, maybe you've already got two for the season, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, you can take it. These guys have got 60 processors across the state Yep, who will take that deer. You feel dress it. They'll take it, process it and turn it out to. Uh, families who need it through local food banks yep. and um, uh, shelters and things like that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you live in Pulaski County, like we do, yep. and you take that to a processor in Pulaski County, that protein is going to stay in Pulaski County. Really? Well, yeah. So what about this donation that we were just talking about? Well, 
Hunters Feeding the Hungry, uh, Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry just uh, launched recent uh, in the recent years, I mm-hmm. should say, a snack stick program. Yeah, yeah. because we all, uh, a lot of us know, and a lot of our county farm bureaus get involved in the in the um, school backpack program, mm-hmm. sending sending uh, food backpacks home with kids who might not have food on the yes. weekends. Well, they couldn't get protein in those things and so, so that's where the snack sticks comes that's from. where it comes from because yeah. it's shelf stable mm-hmm. you've got protein kids love them they eat them up as a matter of fact i had a plan for us to open the show by eating some and you know what you Camp- ate them all <laughs> well you don't want to share i did eat all the ones that i had uh but i started going <laughs> they, around the office i started going around the office hey who's got a snack stick hey yeah no, they're all gone. We don't have any up yeah, here we anymore. Don't want some more. Uh, so I do think uh, Ronnie Ritter with that organization is going to drop some off later today. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we record the show in the morning. So. Uh, it's a great program. Uh, my father-in-law's deer camp just uh, joined in on that too. Yeah. Uh, and I've donated several deer throughout have my you really? life of yeah. hunting. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's a great program because we have an abundance of venison in this this state. So that's that's it. And he says so many of their deer come from uh, urban hunts. Yeah, uh, just based on population control alone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I know in my yard, it's nothing to wake up and see two or three deer right yeah. out. Right out. Know, we live in Leewood, right in the middle of town, mm-hmm. and um, we've got a big creek that runs through the back our backyard. We're the same way. Yeah, and they just travel up and down that ridge. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. Man. Sometimes so, they're in our backyard. So Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that we just wanted to bring some attention to Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry since we're uh, recording the podcast today and they're being featured on on Facebook. Again, um, the trap shoot tomorrow is sort of the culmination of Foundation Week. So all yep. this that we that we've really talked about so far today mm-hmm. ties back into Foundation Week. So yep. you can also go and just donate to the foundation. Um all there's plenty of information. I think we've posted a way to to give and be a part of that uh, every day on our social media. Yeah, channels. and don't forget, so. if you're coming to the trap shoot, bring some canned goods. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. The Fill the Ford program, is that what they're doing? Fill the Ford. Yeah. I think Pulaski County's heading up Fill, Fill the Ford program, so any kind of non-perishable food items. We've got boxes on every floor of the Farm Bureau Center yep. taking donations. Um, if you're coming out there to watch, to shoot, whatever you're coming to do tomorrow in Jacksonville, bring some food and drop it in that Ford. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Uh, next week, you want to tell us a little bit about this one? Arkansas Farmers Market Week. Oh yeah. Uh, well, we've been talking about farmers markets every episode. And it's in, it's like. in season. You know, when <laughs> harvest comes around, we're going to be talking. We're going to be sad har- that we aren't talking about farmers yeah. markets. Well, we're going to be talking about rice and soybeans <laughs> and corn. And, yeah. But uh, yeah, next week is Arkansas Farmers Market Week, uh, and Friday they're having a f- uh, proclamation for it at the ag department. Uh huh. Uh, so I'm not going to be able to attend, but we'll have some people here from the office there we sure at the will. proclamation. Uh, I'll be at the trap shoot winning trophies. So, <laughs> well, uh, we'll you heard it here first. In but your, in your jorts. In my jorts. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. On next week's episode, if they don't win anything, I want to have a clip of that <laughs> and the record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's fine. It's a, I can take and it. it's a photo of Mac walking to his truck in Jacksonville. Was it crying? Throw <laughs> 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 my head on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I would be, I, I made plans to go to the foundation before I found out about this. So Yeah, yeah. This is a good especially one. Especially crop local foods guys should be there, but I'm not going uh, to make it. You're, hey, you're working for philanthropy. Here, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm doing doing good deeds. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll be there. I think we're planning to have some content out. Uh, 
you know, following that. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll 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 pick up your lightweight. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know. what, what would I do without him? <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see what else. Oh, so today's June eighth. I thought we'd have a little fun fun here. Is it? Yeah. Yep, sure. Is. Uh, it's National Best Friends Day. Is it? That's us. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. The three best friends that anybody could ever have. <laughs> Those poor saps that don't have us. <laughs> yeah. So uh anyway, there's that. That's that kind of made me feel like the the hangover, like well, with, him, with him singing that little song. Because oh, we're yeah. the best friends. <laughs> ever. Three best friends. That anybody hey, we could are, have. We're the wolf pack. The baby. Wolf pack. That's what it is. We're the That's wolf right. pack. Yeah. <laughs> we're three now. We are four. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's also National Karen Day, which I got a good kick out of. And then I realized it's not that Karen. Yeah. It's, it's just like. People named Karen, so <laughs> <laughs> to our own Karen Wood yeah, on staff. Congratulations uh, on know, National Karen Congrats, Day. it's National Karen Day. <laughs> uh, all right, well, um, I guess we ought to get into some news, and I know you've got uh, that EPA story up first. Yep. It's a bit of a long haul. Yeah, take a deep breath. Yep, uh, there you go. Try to pay attention. Uh, <laughs> EPA is back in the news. I feel like I've been following them quite a bit. You're the e- you're the EPA correspondent. Oh, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need any more responsibility. But uh, it's newsworthy, so I'm going to report on it. So, like I said, uh, EPA is in the news again. Uh, they have made a final rule on gene edit plants or gene-edited plants, sorry. Mm -hmm. About a year ago, the USDA began examining or exempting certain gene-edited changes to the plants, but the EPA is taking a much tougher stance on the issue. Coming from a final rule published last week, the EPA said, like the USDA, it will exempt gene-edited plants from an in-depth review process if the change could have been achieved with conventional breeding. However, under EPA's mandate to ensure safety for humans and wildlife, EPA will still require developers to submit data showing that plants that have been gene edited to resist pests, for example, by con- by producing more of a naturally occurring toxic protein, mm-hmm. won't won't harm other components of the plant's ecosystem or sicken people. Okay. So there are three federal agencies who regulate genetically modified crops in the U.S. USDA being one, for example. Uh, would evaluate whether a biotech crop might harm agriculture by becoming a noxious weed. Uh, The EPA focuses on whether or not a plant-incorporated protectant might harm farm workers or wildlife, and the FDA is more geared towards food safety. Right. So those are your top three. Okay. For 20 years or more, all three agencies have reviewed crops engineered to contain DNA from other species, which is a highly time-consuming process that can cost industries millions of dollars in testing. Until now, the extent of agency oversight hasn't been clear on gene-edited crops in which DNA is modified but not moved Moved. between species. That makes sense. USDA's finalized rule from last year limited their oversight on the matter, which removed researchers' requirements to ask for approval if they could give a crop a new trait that already exists naturally in a sexually compatible plant. Okay. So just breeding practices there. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. As I mentioned above or earlier, the EPA, however, has taken a different approach. They announced that they will use uh, the conventional breeding exemption for many gene-edited crops, but unlike USDA, the agency will require companies to submit confirmatory safety data, such as evidence that changes 
don't increase pesticide levels beyond those found in food from conventional crops. Mm. Again, they're still operating in their scope of not wanting to harm surrounding plant life or wildlife or humans. Right. Uh, this new rule, new ruling by EPA has been followed with a lot of opposition. In a hearing yesterday on the Farm Bill Horticultural Title, uh, on the hearing yesterday on the Farm Bill Horticulture Title, University of Arkansas's Associate Professor for Horticulture, Margaret Lee Worthington, testified and told the subcommittee on food and nutrition, specialty crops, organics, and research that the new rule threatens U.S. biotech innovation and creates new market barriers for small producers. Mm. According to Worthington, the new rule creates a great deal of concern in the plant breeding community due to the unnecessary regulatory burdens it will create for producers and the fact that it puts the U.S. at odds with a growing list of international regulatory authorities that have used a science-based rationale to streamline their policies to support the uh, commercialization of innovative products. Uh, Senator John Bozeman, ranking member of the Senate Ag Committee on Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry, commented saying this rule will frustrate U.S. innovation, drive companies to export their staff, investments, and technologies to other international competitors, and create market barriers that only the largest multinational corporations can overcome. In short, EPA's plant incorporated protectants, or PIP, rule puts American farmers and consumers last. More significant, it removes another tool from the toolbox that specialty crop producers and all producers so desperately need. Uh, To kind of finish it up here, Worthington summed up her testimony by saying the following, There has been so much investment through Farm Bill-sponsored programs and research and plant breeding. We find all these disease-resistant genes... We we do all this work, and what is going on? What is going to do is make more difficult to commercialize these products. Ultimately, I think you are going to see more consolidation in the industry with this regulation, and the innovation will be on a few large crops by a very, 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 a few very large companies. Mm. Sorry, I would advocate for a more product rather than process-based regulatory framework. Wellington also said, "I want to highlight that the new EPA rule is a setback for interagency alignment. It is in." direct conflict with USDA's recent revisions to its regulations, and it is also out of step with a lot of other countries, including our number one seed trading partner, Canada, Hmm. which is a very progressive science-based policy on regulation of these plant-incorporated protectants. Uh, So a new ruling. Yeah. We've got some Arkansas representatives that are clearly against it. Yeah. Uh, I will add that uh, Dr. Worthington uh, is taking over for Dr. Uh, Clark. John That's Clark, what I was uh, going to ask. In yeah. Clarksville at mm-hmm. their blackberry breeding uh, facility. Uh-huh. Uh, and they do a fantastic job, by the way. Man. We, you know, we were talking before the show started about the older versions of the podcast and different yep. formats and things like that. I got to interview Dr. Clark three I bet or that four was a times. Trip, wasn't it? Man, <laughs> all respect <laughs> because he's so awesome. Yeah. Matthew, would I, I would often record in his office and he'd be recording. Mm-hmm. And he would be over there like asleep because <laughs> we'd be on the phone for an hour and a half recording that podcast. Yeah. Inevitably, you know what came out? That guitar. Did it? Oh, yeah, man. That guitar would have to make its way out. Because, you know, he records. Yeah. A lot of the music that the, that the university uses in their videos. Really? Dr. Clark plays and records. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. He and I always end up talking about race by baseball. We had talked about at one time using him. Maybe we did use some of his stuff. We did. I we know for sure I did a video yeah. on a wine grape that he's like, by the way, I'll send you this music track. And we used it to sort of background a video uh, a video or something. That we, we did. It's cool. fantastic. Yeah. 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 He's anyway, so very talented. More you know. Knowledgeable. Dr. Talented. Clark uh, mm-hmm. tidbit. 
impressive person. So Great least. voice. I mean, yeah, truly. Awesome. Oh, I called him one day, and uh, this is the last story I'll give. But I stories called him one day. Stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's what I'm best at. Uh, and he's like, "Oh, Jason, hello." You know, I'm like, "Hey, am I bothering you?" No, I'm just here on the vineyard where cotton candy grapes were invented. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? And it turns out, you, you yeah. probably know this, like the gene origins for cotton candy grapes came from his work. Yeah. So the university's work here in Arkansas and then purchased out there. And he was like at the vineyard, just like eating cotton candy grapes off the vine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, he the, always the, had some kind of crazy story. You can like be, be about anywhere in the world and need a blackberry. And the odds are that it came or was developed at the University point. of Arkansas, mm-hmm. or went through the University of Arkansas in Clarksville, are very, very high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very and high. He, I want to be clear, he's just retired. Yes. I know we've talked past and, tense uh, a lot, but he's, Dr. he's Dr. retired. Dr. Worthington is, uh, uh, I would say, almost a mirror of him in some sense. She is very talented, she's very well-spoken, and can just control the audience. You know, she's yeah. a big personality, really great to work with. So I'd be curious, and you may not know the answer to this, but number one, mm. Does you think this is CRISPR? Yes. Okay. Yep. I figured as mm-hmm. much. Yeah, um, it is. I mean, that's the big when you talk gene editing. CRISPR is the first word that comes to mind. Yeah. The, this this article was kind of hinting at CRISPR and that they were this may have hindered some of the developments with yeah. that, which is a real shame. Yeah, and the researchers were really disappointed in how yeah. this all kind of worked out. Yeah. Um, and then I can only assume a lawsuit will be at hand. More than likely, that's somewhere. how things work. Okay. All right. Well. You are. Uh, I'm not a lawyer. Also, also the lawsuit correspondent. So, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about economics anymore. It's just going to be about. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you I got the weather go coming up next. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of weather, it's a focus on everybody's mind right now, which has an obvious impact on crop quality. Uh, we're going to track that uh, that crop progress as we move through the summer. Uh, here are the numbers for as of June 5th uh, when this report is released was released Uh, the corn crops in the ground as we reported last week but our eyes turned to crop conditions this week the entire crop has emerged two percent is at silking stage yet only half the crop is rated good to excellent Uh, this is a 20 percent drop over last week and i want to say that again we saw a 20 percent drop in that good to excellent crop quality column uh, this week over last most likely due to the ongoing dry conditions you're starting to see that sort of drought watch line on maps um the u.s drought center uh, across the top uh third of the state um so uh i I did talk to a farmer this week who said he's preparing preparing to water his corn for a third time yeah um i know they use soil moisture sensors Mm -hmm. too but he noted that an inch plus of rain would save them a lot of money on water and energy right now so let's hope that we can get some precipitation uh soon Watering corn for a third time. I mean, what was it last year? Year before? No, it wasn't last year. It went through a drought last year. Year before, I think maybe they might. I heard people watering corn once. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'd gotten so much rain. Third time, first week of June. Yeah. So, uh, cotton planting is done as of this week. Ninety-two percent has emerged, and crop quality actually increased to more than eighty percent in the good, excellent quality uh, uh, category. Still looking at around 5% in the poor column, though. Uh, but again, that's I would say that's probably minimal there. Yeah. Uh, we're going to declare peanut planting done with a big jump in emergence this week to 91%. The crop continues to be in great shape, too. 
with more than 90% of peanuts in Arkansas uh, rated good to excellent by farmers in the state. Mm. Uh, moving on to rice, USDA finally declared planting done with nearly all the crop emerged. Crop quality is holding at 60 plus percent good to excellent. Uh, but we say that fair rating, we saw that fair rating uh, column sort of tick up quite a bit this week, nearly a 10% increase. I think um, that's weather related too. It's, you know, I don't know. It, it's hard to say if if it's flooded, you know. Uh, you sound like an I economist. It just uh, depends, you know. Look, I, that's variables. It. I don't have an answer. <laughs> uh, where, where, where you've got me waiting is agronomy, and I know I'll get lost there real yeah, quick. So. Me too. <laughs> Uh, soybeans are almost completely planted with 94% in the ground and 87% emerged. 23% of the crop is blooming, which is uh, truly amazing when you mm-hmm. look at the five-year average. And I saw, so wrote this yesterday yeah. on Twitter this morning. I saw a story. It was like, it from, I think the Department of Ag put it out or something, but it was like historic progress on soybeans yeah. this year. So I said that before I completed that sentence, so I'll finish. Um we are at 23% of the crop blooming in Arkansas soybean crop. Okay. The five-year average this week is 5%. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it almost you you would almost think it's an error. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, the crop quality can, uh, on soybeans continues to mimic uh, almost exactly what we're seeing in rice. Um, so, we'll, we'll continue to keep an eye on that. And then rounding this out, the first hay cutting of the year took a big jump this week to 75% done. I think it was half done last okay. week. Uh, the quality is still looking to suffer around 40% good to excellent with a good chunk of that uh, of the crop overall rated as fair. Uh, I know there's some rain in the forecast today and through the weekend. Yeah, I actually saw just before we came down here, they've issued a potential for some severe weather in southwest mm-hmm. Arkansas okay. on Saturday. I think we're going to get wet Saturday one way or the other. Yeah. I'm going to the lake, so we're bound to. Um, I know lots of farmers would appreciate that rain, though, and uh, we'll just have to see what happens and keep an eye on crop quality as we move into next week. So do you think, since we've got 23% of this crop already blooming, you think we're having an early harvest this year? I, you know what? I, Does that correlate? I, all right. My memory tells me at one point we said, or I may have said, We've got some farmers trying to get out of here before Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're there. I mean, nobody we're wants to be farming during that. duck season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously we have seen my first year here in 2021, uh, we saw awful flooding yeah. in June. Did Southeast so Arkansas. We, nobody wants to see that. We're still at a net positive on precipitation this year in the state. Um, even as dry as it is right mm-hmm. now because of how wet it was in the spring. But goodness gracious, I, I hope everybody gets to be done early. And I watered my yard yesterday for the first time this year. Yeah, we're I'm watering mine, that's for sure. All right, all right well, let's take a short break from the news to hear a reminder about keeping rural roads safe this uh, time of year. Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, 
but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads. It's so important that we work together to keep, keep each other safe on the roads. You may find yourself on the road with a farmer moving hay, and this time of year, uh, right now, we're seeing those row crop uh, implements too. Let's just all be safe uh, to help one another cultivate safe roads. Now let's get back to the news. All right. Well, we were just talking about weather. I stepped on your toes, didn't I? Let's continue to talk about some <laughs> weather. So last week, the U.S. National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, declared that we have officially transitioned out of La Nina uh, and into El Nino. Its natural climate phenomenon uh, fuels tropical cyclones in the Pacific and boosts rainfall and flood risk in parts of the Americas. Scientists seem to be particularly worried about this upcoming change, uh, probably because in 2016 uh, was the last time El Nino was here. Uh, at its peak during that time, the world saw its hottest year on record. So meteorologists are fully expecting this El Nino coupled with excess warming already to create even higher world temperatures. El Nino means that waters in the eastern Pacific are warmer than normal, but before El Nino begins, the average global sea surface temperature was about 0.2 degrees higher than any other on record. This factor could increase our chances of extreme weather exponentially. According to a study published last month in the journal (laughs) called Science, uh, this year's El Nino could lead to global economic losses of $3 trillion, shrinking GDP as extreme weather decimates agricultural production, manufacturing, and helps spread disease. El Nino forms when the trade winds blowing east to west along the uh, equatorial Pacific slow down mm-hmm. or reverse as air pressure changes, but it is unknown what initiates the cycle. Because the trade winds affect the sun-warmed surface waters, a weakening causes those warm western Pacific waters to slosh back into the colder central eastern Pacific basins. During the 2015-16 El Nino, the strongest such event on record, like I said earlier, Mm -hmm. anchovy stocks off the coast of Peru crashed amid this warm water incursion, Mm. and nearly a third of the corals on Australia's Great Barrier Reef died. Oh, my gosh. In too warm waters, too warm of waters, corals will expel living algae, causing them to calcify and turn white. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> it's buildup of warm water in the eastern Pacific also transfers heat into the atmosphere through convection generating thunderstorms, which we're very common to see here in yeah, the state of Arkansas. That's right. This shift in storm activity affects the current of fast flowing air that moves weather around the world, called the subtropical jet stream. Mm-hmm. pushing its path south, southward and straightening it out into a flatter flatter eastern or excuse me flatter stream that delivers similar weather along the same latitudes during an el nino the united states experiences cooler or the southern united states excuse me experiences cooler uh, and wetter weather while parts of the us west and canada are warmer and drier historically both el nino and, el, and la nina have occurred about every two to seven years on average, with El Nino lasting nine to 12 months. However, La Nina, which takes hold when when waters are cooler in the eastern Pacific, can last uh, one to three years. Yeah, um, I was watching a forecast on uh, just hurricane season, and I guess in an El Nino time, uh, for lack of a better term, yeah. uh, we, we, we actually expect to see fewer 
um, hurricanes, especially in the Gulf and the mm-hmm. Southeast. Um, and it all ties back to water temperature and, and some of the yep. things that you reported here. So yep. wetter, cooler temperature or, or time is, is interesting to see here. And we and could we end up seeing some more about floods. Drought. Yeah. 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 I almost wish I wouldn't have said that uh, earlier. Uh, well, we'll certainly keep an eye on that, and, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, all right, I'll wrap up uh, with some news out of the New Orleans District of the U.S. Uh, Army Corps of Engineers today. The New Orleans District of the Corps will launch a five-year, $25 million mega study called the Lower Mississippi River Comprehensive Management Study uh, to deliver Recommendations for effective and practical management of the Mississippi River from Cape Girardeau, Missouri, to the Gulf of Mexico. Mm. Yeah. The purpose of the study is to identify recommendations for the comprehensive management of the region across multiple uh, purposes, including hurricane and storm damage reduction, uh, flood risk management, uh, structure and non-structural flood control, floodplain management strategies, navigation, ecosystem, and environmental restoration, and uh, water supply, hydropower, production, recreation, and other purposes as determined by the Secretary of the Army. Uh, The study area encompasses seven states, Arkansas, Illinois, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, and Tennessee, making the study unprecedented in size and scope. Yeah. Per the implementation guidance uh, from WRDA 2020, the New Orleans uh, District Commander will lead the study supported by personnel from four uh, core districts within the Mississippi Valley Division, New Orleans, Vicksburg, Mississippi, and St. Louis districts. Uh, The release notes that active participation and collaboration from the public and stakeholders throughout the five-year endeavor will be critical to identifying practical and sustainable recommendations for successful management of the river. Uh, there will be public meetings and other opportunities uh, to give input or track yeah. the project. For more information, keep an eye out on the New Orleans District's website and social media accounts, and I can assure you we'll continue uh, to give a heads up here, yeah. especially when those opportunities are uh, here in Arkansas. Yeah, we did a big article on the drought and how low the river got back in the fall, uh, or early fall. Yeah. And looking at this list, man, they've got, must have a bunch of people involved with this. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a massive project. I mean, what is it? Uh, was there a timeline? Two, four, five. It's a five year project. Okay. But they've, it's being led by the New Orleans district, but it, it encompasses four different districts Memphis, okay. um, Vicksburg, St. Louis, like I said, and St. Louis. So it's it's going to be a massive undertaking, but I think maybe last year and and what happened, yeah, uh, maybe a a uh, hopefully uh, prompted them or you know got got Surely. some attention. So with everything anyhow. that's been going on, whether it's I mean, there was f- that flooding we were talking about that backed up onto everybody's farms and stuff mm-hmm. uh, a few years back. So yeah, feast hopefully for fame in these something these, good comes of it these days. Yeah. Well, how about you, Mister Pistol? You guys had some hard reads this week. I mean, we reading can be difficult at times. <laughs> for a couple guys like yeah. us, for sure. Yeah, uh, we. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of lot of news to cover this week. I, I've I've got two or three things for next week saved. Well, so we'll see if we can make it harder. So, oh boy, <laughs> I don't doubt your ability to do so. You know, yeah, you, you guys. 
at the start of this year with riddles. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. You begged, and we complained. You begged me to go to trivia. Yeah. Do you I wish I'd go back to riddles? Well, I, I was just thinking before the show word. started, I was like, we haven't gotten hardly any of these right since we switched over to. Yeah. I wasn't going to yeah. bring that up, but <laughs> since you brought I mean, it up. My dad brings no. it up every week. <laughs> you you got to take time to self-reflect, you know, and your, yeah. your riddles are part of that. I know the yeah. ri- the the questions I ask are random. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, the riddles sometimes give me an icebreaker in a meeting or a conversation. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll bust one of those true. Out, Did you, you know? know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, by um, the way, how far can you walk into the forest? <laughs> We've been on a, a what's a what's illegal. <laughs> oh, I did. We yeah. did that. We were sorry. We no. were uh, camping with some friends, and there's a 14 year old who's with us, and you know they're boy. Yeah, it's such easy targets. You know, they're just kind of <laughs> you know all the time. And I asked him that question, and I think he hurt his head. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you felt pretty smart. <laughs> oh, oh man, I love it. It's pretty fun. I it love it. Pretty fun. So that, it lives on. It usually gets everybody. So. That, that that uh that riddle will live in infamy. Yes, I mean, it will. Yeah. And that's the one that came from your dad, right? Yeah. Or, uh, well, I mean, it's a popular one. You can sure, find sure, it sure. out there, but uh, that was one of his favorites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah. would bring that up. And that's pretty funny. It would get people every time. Yeah, that's funny. So it's a good one. Um, we've been on an, an illegal kick mm-hmm. uh, here lately. Yes. yes. So figured we continue. We need a courtroom set. All this news, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is only in June. Okay. okay. In Wyoming. Mm. It is illegal to take a picture of what? Illegal or legal? Illegal. Illegal. Illegal to take a picture of what in June in Wyoming? Is it an animal? Yeah, it's it, a buffalo. It is an animal. It's a buffalo. It's buffalo? I mean, that's what my guess. Final answer? White Any? buffalo? White buffalo. <laughs> that one was born the other day. I read the article on it. A rabbit. A rabbit. Yeah. No rabbit photo. That's almost kind of like a, 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 a Jenny fact. It feels very much like yeah. that. I'll give She's that not you. here, so I thought I I'd know, just you know, yeah. throw some of these yeah. randomness out there. Yeah. All right. Oh, for one. <laughs> yeah. We are. <laughs> it is illegal for women to wear what in 19th century Florence? A hat. Okay. Oh, I thought uh, that might have been. Yeah. Well, clearly, that I wasn't it. right. Um, <laughs> A, j- a jacket, a coat, an overgarment. Gloves? No. None, none of those. None of that. Buttons. 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 Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. To wear buttons. All right. So. I wonder what the deal with buttons were. I don't know. I'm sure there's a story there. Yeah. Like I said, mm-hmm. one of these days. Over <laughs> two. Yep. All right. In Minnesota, it is illegal, illegal to tease what type of animal. A dog. Minnesota, it's illegal to tease. Bird. Oh, I would sorry. think it would be illegal to tease this animal in most places. In bear. general. Oh, in general. Yeah. yeah, that's it, a bear. No. For sure. Shark? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so many in Minnesota. They're full up. <laughs> All right. All right. What is it? Mountain lion? A skunk. A skunk. Why, 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 why would you go about teasing a skunk? Well, that's why they made it illegal. Yeah, that's sure right. That's nobody's right. Nobody's out there no, doing No, no, you're looking at it wrong. They okay. made it illegal because somebody was doing that. That Ah, uh, that's fair. That's fair. They had to go that far to make a rule. They said, you can't do this anymore. Quit it. Yeah. yeah. You know, because yeah. that's pretty common mm. sense. Yeah. The whole state just smelled terrible. 
<laughs> I must not have had much on much to do. That's all I can think of. I think that's well. most of what this is. I mean, <laughs> weird laws. It's somebody too much time on their hands. Oh, Leroy was out there teasing that skunk, and they yeah. just they couldn't, couldn't take it out of him. That's right. Well, yeah. it's disrupting the economy. I did have one more to oh. add in there. Okay, yeah. just we probably won't get it. Uh, how many teeth does an aardvark have? An aardvark. Aardvark. Trying to picture an aardvark. Long snoot. Kind of like an anteater. Oh. Uh, it's 126. I'll, I'll, I'll go a dollar, Bob. I mean, I don't, I don't know. He's no going a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> He's betting a dollar. Would you believe none? That was good. Oh. So the, technically, I got closer you, than you did. You did. Yeah. You technically. You I was won. throwing that out there because I thought it might be easier. Yeah. So, but yeah, I no. Thought, I thought that long. Yeah. I guess maybe that's just a snoot. So you know, uh, pop culture stuff. Do you remember the ant and the arbart, the old cartoon? Uh huh. Series. Stuff? I do. I do remember that. Um, do you remember who voiced the the? Uh, the I don't. Was, I can see it in my head. It was John Biner. Really. Yeah. Why would we know John Biner? Yeah. He did he did great impressions looking, of Oh, I I know his face. I'm looking him up now. Yeah. He did great impressions of uh Dean Martin and um uh, Jackie yeah. Mason, which those characters were Jackie Mason and Dean Martin that he was mimicking and Yeah, John Wayne apparently too. I just I remember growing up watching those. They're hilarious. Yeah. You know. Y'all are a lot older than me. <laughs> Whoa. Pictures Ooh, they showed hey, me yeah. are black and white. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I know I know exactly who you're talking about. Um Yeah. All right. Well Yeah. Yeah, Jackie so anyway. Mason D. Martin right there. Yeah. All right. Well quite funny. But anyway. Yeah. For the record. I, I like a good impression. Yeah. Uh I will uh, say we didn't mention it, but you know what was June sixth? Uh the anniversary of the invasion of uh, Normandy, D Day. Ah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've got a friend uh Who's over there visiting right now? Really He's posted several photos to Facebook of uh, Omaha Beach yep. and so on and so forth. Yep. And so, all right. Well, uh, that wraps up the news for the week. Thanks for following along and uh, taking the time to watch and listen. We're grateful for you for that. Remember, you can watch uh, or you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version on iTunes or Spotify, and make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. That's right. The Arkansas AdCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. And I'm John McMinn. And we'll see you next week.